You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, it was supposed to be a quiet weekend. That changed last night. Welcome to the program. Hope you had a great weekend. Boys are here, ready to go. You can be part of the program, as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. The return of the great Keith Oberman coming up next hour. Tom Curran will join us to talk about the Patriots' decision, bringing in Cam Newton, Sean Salisbury, former quarterback, friend of the show, and we'll get the temperature of what's going on with the NBA as players starting to push back a little bit on going into the bubble. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle is a DP show. Say good morning to all those fine folks at Chat Row. Also, those watching on youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show and listening on our 362 radio affiliates around the country. Patriots have an ability to, uh, well, surprise you a little bit. Just when you thought things were going to be a little bit quiet, Maybe they had decided that Jared Stidham was their guy. They moved on from Tom Brady. And then all of a sudden they go, let's bring in Cam Newton here. Now, it's not surprising that Cam is being brought in. I think a lot of people thought that that seemed like a good fit. The question was, was Cam going to go in for basically the minimum with some incentives? Was there any leverage that he had? Any other teams interested in him? And the Patriots, if we were going to believe them, true to their word, that they were all in on Jared Stidham, do you want to bring in Cam Newton, who wants to be a starter? You have sustained success for two decades. That's unprecedented in the salary cap era. And it's taken a number of factors there. You got a Hall of Fame coach. You had a Hall of Fame quarterback. But they've also managed the cap better than just about any other team. And you make tough decisions. They have cut good players. They have traded good players. They always want to get rid of somebody a year early than a year late. They do find bargains as well. That's why this decision to sign Cam Newton is not surprising. You get a former MVP, and then granted, 2015 seems like a long time ago. The upside is huge. Downside, basically nothing. I think a a few teams probably woke up today and said, hmm, Patriots got Cam, huh? It always feels like other teams zig and the Patriots zag. When the Patriots do something, that's when other teams go, what do they know? And then we realize a lot of times they know a little more than everybody else does. And the latest move should prove to be very interesting. If it works out, once again, we'll be heaping praise on the most impressive dynasty in modern sports. And even if it doesn't work out and Cam doesn't play, or let's say he plays, doesn't play well, or he plays one year and then he decides to leave, you get a third round compensatory pick. But if he plays well, you're not paying, you know, $20 million for your quarterback. You got Stidham. You got to find out what you have in him. And maybe you do have a a Jimmy Garoppolo type. Maybe he's a Matt Castle type. Maybe he's going to be a special quarterback. All I know is you got an old Auburn quarterback and you got a new Auburn quarterback in there. And I was wondering the last time the Patriots and Bill Belichick started a quarterback that they didn't draft. Now, let's say Cam ends up starting for the Patriots at some point. Brady started 324, Bledsoe 124, Matt Castle 15, Scott Zolak 4, Jacoby Brissett 2, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo 2. 
Belichick has been with the Patriots for 361 games. That's regular season, postseason. He's never started a quarterback who was not drafted by the Patriots. That would stat, stat, of, the of, the day, day, stat. stat of the day. Come on, come on, let's get let's get going. Here we anybody awake back there? Bop bop. This stat of the day. Wow. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. That was a big wind up in the pitch, and I was waiting. Well, my my computer's frozen, so sorry. You got any evidence? Uh, it's sitting right in front of me. Yeah, if you wanted to come look at it, you could, you could see it. Paulie, do you want to? See? It appeared the scene was trying to do something a minute ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I can't see that well out of my left eye. Oh, you look like he was trying eye. to do something. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to do something. Is the left eye your good eye or bad eye? My left eye is the dead eye. Oh, the dead eye. Yeah. Yes, McLevin. So what if Brian Hoyer wins the job in that quarterback? Room? <laughs> he, he's, he was it. He could. He might have been that cinema. You never know. Cam that, Shoulder. That's against the grain. That's an early, okay. early but, against the grain. Me, what if Cam Shoulder doesn't respond immediately? He has to take a couple weeks late. Hoyer could definitely beat out Stidham. That's not a huge. Okay. Hit. All right. Then he was an undrafted free agent by the Patriots. Does that count in this stat? Uh, who cares? Anyway, move on. <laughs> yeah, I was actually giving it thought, and I'm going, you're right. Who cares? And plus, I gave you the great stat, and I couldn't even get stat of the day music. So, Stat of the day. This program brought to you by LegalZoom. You need to make it legal, make it LegalZoom.com. They have a network of independent attorneys. They provide advice when you need it. And since LegalZoom is a law firm, you don't have to leave your home. Visit LegalZoom.com today for more information. McLovin, you got a poll question for me. Okay, this is from Paulie. At the end of the season, Cam Newton will be, one, starting for the Patriots in the playoffs, two, on the bench for the Patriots slash injured, Mm -hmm. three, not in the NFL, or four, on another team, meaning they traded him in, say, August or September. Tuffy. At the end of the season, Cam Newton will be... Starting on the bench slash injured. Not in the NFL on another team. I'll say he's on the Patriots. I'll say he is starting for the Patriots. Starting on the Patriots whilst in the playoffs or not making the playoffs? Oh, well, I'd like to see how the roster is going to look once they start. Because Cam might get in there and go, now I know why Tom left. Wait, who am I throwing to? And is Cam going to be, like, what kind of quarterback is Cam going to be? Is he, is he trying to be 2015 Cam, or does he understand the limitations he's going to have? He's never had a great quarterback rating. You know, I think, like, in the mid-'80s, never a great passer. Like, I'm just curious how that offense is going to look you know, because when he's in there, it'll be different than I think Jared Stidham. Although Stidham's a good athlete, I, I don't know if the offense, you know, that offensive line was blocking because they had a guy who couldn't, he had no mobility, and he was going to get the ball away in less than three seconds. But I don't know with Cam and how that changes there. But um, yeah, I, remember when people said, oh, they're, they're, the Patriots might be tanking? I'm going, I don't think. Belichick 
he's, you know, evil minded, but I don't I just didn't think they're going to go. We're going to tank. You'd really have to tank if you were going to go. We're trying to get Trevor Lawrence. I I just don't think that's who Belichick is. Let me tank. Strategically, it makes a lot of sense. They still have some marquee people on there. Yeah, McLovin. What if you argued the AFC East is better this year? Maybe the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins will give the Patriots a harder time, make it harder to make the playoffs. Well, that- I believe that, but but I it feels like, you know, is Buffalo going to be a 10-win team or better this year? And you're not going to have a 13-win Patriot team. Are the Jets going to add one or two more wins? Miami was really good at the or very competitive at the end of the year. I don't know what kind of team they're going to be. If if Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be their quarterback, you know, they might be a seven win team. You know, eight and eight if all goes well. But if Tua plays, then it might be even more interesting there. But I you know, the East feels like it's a little more competitive because Buffalo is good. And you just got Stefan Diggs as well. And Josh Allen, you know, that maturation process, we're going to see if he takes that next step. You know, that's what we're waiting for. When you get that quarterback, he's a rookie, and then you say, okay, you got to take that next step pretty soon. We're waiting for Sam Darnold. Josh Allen has shown signs of that. Uh, and then there are guys that once they get to that point where you're supposed to take the next step and then they don't take it, then we sort of move on from those teams. Like Derek Carr, it felt like he was taking the next step, and now we're not quite sure Derek Carr's future there. Kyler Murray, it appears as if he's taking that next step. I don't know what's going to happen with Sam Darnold, and does Tua start for them right away? So there's there's a lot of questions there, but I, I understand what the Patriots are doing. I'm not surprised. Uh, I, I would probably take a cautionary approach to this of how Cam is going to look and be used in that system, but... It didn't cost you anything, so why is this a, you know, I I don't think this is a negative in any way with uh, the Patriots. Yeah, Paul? I I was wondering if the Patriots might go the complete opposite and do the old-style Auburn early cam offense where you run and pass him, which made him an MVP candidate, and say, like, look, we have nothing invested in this guy financially. If he gets injured, we're going to move on, and we're fine, but let's, let's go with what he does great and see if we can win with that, because then you don't need great wide receivers. Yeah, but I just don't know how healthy he's going to be. He looks good when he's working out. You know, these this grainy footage, Zapruder film. But I don't know how healthy he's going to be and, and how reliable he's going to be. Because, you know, foot and, and shoulder for a quarterback, a mobile quarterback. Those are issues to be concerned about. If I told you in August, Andrew Luck would retire. Antonio Brown would be out of football. Lamar Jackson was going to win the MVP. Phillip Rivers would go to the Colts. Teddy Bridgewater would join the Panthers. Joe Burrow would be the number one pick in the draft. Tom Brady would be a Buccaneer. Cam Newton would join the Patriots. That's why the best reality show on TV is the NFL. That is 10 months worth of storylines, headlines. (laughs) And we left out probably 10 other things when you think about it. Oh, by the way, the Patriots got in trouble with the NFL. (laughs) So they get in trouble by the NFL because they were filming somebody doing something. I can't keep track. That's weird. (laughs) Uh, And it was so then they signed Cam Newton. So that leaks an hour later about they got in trouble with the NFL. Hey, we signed Cam Newton. And oh, by the way, we got we got. 
spanked for a million dollars and they took away a draft pick. But don't look over here. Look at what we did. We got Cam Newton. I went, well done. Well, you're right, Seton. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna applaud with you. Well done. Well done. Yeah, Paul. It, it's like the Patriots. They sign Cam Newton, <laughs> and then uh, Belichick and the guys go, "Let's go down to the closet of skeletons and see what we got down here. Let's let them let them out." Hold on, we got. No, we did that already with the thing down in Florida. With yeah, the owner. Let's, what else do we got in? Oh, we got that thing with Are the. We filming. in trouble with anything else here? Open uh, up the skeletons. Oh, don't let that one. That one's too big. Too big. How about we just let one uh, out? Yeah, the filming the 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 advanced scout. Remember when he was in the the Bengals game and we filmed the advanced scout that's yeah because we're doing a documentary or behind the scenes on the advanced scout yeah that'll do it that's so good but you walk in there you probably walk into the catacombs there in in new england and you're looking and you know like belichick will be rubbing things off the dust off there uh aaron hernandez there's got that Uh, we got that issue we got spygate got tom's doctor we got his phone Mr. Kraft's uh, troubles. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, and then you got the librarian down there, and go, uh, hey, uh, hey, Deflata, what do you got for me? <laughs> Imagine they're like, hey, let's leak the thing about the tape. They're like, okay, and then they leak the Kraft tape. <laughs> they're like, no, not that one. Come on, guys. That's the wrong tape. Damn it. That's not the tape, I meant. We're better than that. No, we're not. Uh, let's they- leak the thing about the tape. Oh, okay. Got a librarian down there, Dewey Decimal System there with all the uh, infractions that the Patriots are guilty of. Yes, McLevin. Why were they taping the 1 in 13 Bengals? Uh, anyway? No, no. It's, this was just they were doing something on the advanced scout or something like that. <laughs> Misunderstanding. Yes. <laughs> Do they really need to break a rule? Like, that should be their argument. Why would we need to break a rule to beat the Bengals? Or, <laughs> like, didn't have a win. That 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 should be the violation that they uh, they're piling on the Bengals that, that you know you didn't need to do that. Yeah, McLeod. I hate that they fired that guy immediately too. That was that felt wrong. The the guy who videotaped. Yeah, yeah so yeah. he can't be penalized because he got fired. But what about? By the way, I don't need to bring this up because I know it says Don Van Natta <laughs> threw, jumped off the top rope on Friday on the Patriots out of nowhere. Well. I, I started asking him about what's going on with the Patriots. He he was doing the uh, behind the scenes, the backstory on the decision with LeBron James. And I said, you know, you really were covering the Patriots during uh, Spygate and Deflategate. And, you know, if you could get one question answered. And then he was like, I'd like to know how many, what was it? How many tapes they destroyed of uh, with Spygate? It had nothing to do with Brady and Deflategate. He was saying... Didn't he say they had like 30 tapes, 40. 40 tapes that they destroyed, that the commissioner destroyed? I was like, whoa, wait a minute here. That's your backstory. I don't care about the decision. I'd like to know 30 or 40 tapes that were destroyed here. Yep. It is a good story, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what if all the tapes are at that last blockbuster in Bend, Oregon? You know, they just put them up there. That's the only place. One blockbuster left. <laughs> Go in there and it says, you know, Jets 2016. And that's all it says on there. It's looking for a rom-com. <laughs> yes, McLovin. It is the dumbest violation, by the way. Uh, spying on the sideline on a game that's on TV that everybody can watch. And he doesn't see it. Why do the, they have a rule then? But it's so mild. And I why mean, did they do it? I don't know. Okay, that's what I want to know. Why did you do it if you can get all this information? You don't have to spy on anybody. 
they're filming like the signs or something. I don't even know. Like, is it that hard to see? But the- can't you see them unless yeah. they're saying, you know, we want to break this down in slow motion of what they're doing with the signs they send in? The thing that makes it the most stupid is that you're allowed to videotape the sidelines from one area, but you're not allowed to tape it from another area. That is where you're like, okay, this is just the dumbest thing of all time. Oh, I know. The only thing dumber is deflating footballs in the uh, perfect temperature law or whatever that was. That ideal was, gas law, Andrew. That was three years of dumbness. <laughs> the right ideal on. gas law. The fact that Belichick had to get out there and, and try to validate he's this. He's got like a little board oh, and he's chart. pointing at things. Maybe you can see here yeah. the uh, you know, CO2 <laughs> levels drop. But it, it, it reminded me of, of the, uh, you know, the kid who has the science project. And nobody understands what the science project is, but he's just mumbling up there. And then you go, wow, that was a great science project, youngster. Yeah, Todd. I, uh, he should have been commended, the guy that uh, did that at the Bengals-Browns game, because the feature is called Do Your Job, and the Patriots cheat. That's their <laughs> job. So he's just doing what they do all the time do anyway. You, so why would he get fired for that? Do you have grounds to get your job back? Because I was just doing my job. I was doing it too well. Mm. All right, we'll take a break. Tom Curran. He knows all about the Patriots. He'll join us and get his thoughts on Cam Newton going there. Keith Oberman will be uh, joining us next hour. Keith gives the percentage of a World Series being played this year at 0.00. Blutarski? Yeah, no grade point average. All courses incomplete. (laughs) You go Blutarski. Zero percent chance of the World Series happening. Daniel Simpson Day. (laughs) 0.0. Phone calls coming up. Settle on a poll question. Stat of the day. Play of the day. All of that coming up next. 19 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Baseball camps open up on Wednesday. NFL's a little salty at... Tom Brady and Russell Wilson Jr. the third for having these uh, public workouts. Denny Hamlin wins at Pocono. Dustin Johnson wins the Travelers is some of the headlines there. As we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend. We'll get to your phone calls coming up. Patriots are the gift that keeps on giving. They're always interesting. Tom E. Curran, the Patriots insider for NBC Sports Boston, joining us. When did you get word that Cam Newton was now a New England Patriot, Tom? Dan, right after I climbed off my jet ski at the 1997 Kawasaki, and I just just was telling Fritzy I took it for a run because we had an indicator light on. I came in, and my boss says, you're going to write on Cam Newton? I said, no. (laughs) So I'm on vacation. But, uh, yeah, it was a surprise because – as much as guys like Mike Lombardi and, and folks like that said, keep an eye on Cam Newton, I had been told in April that I am safe to continue along the lines of this isn't going to happen. But I think the price dropped enough to where both sides said, eh, what do we got to lose? Yeah, I don't think Cam had any leverage, but I was wondering how much they liked him maybe in April and how much they love him here at the end of June. I think they love him at $1.05 million with incentives. Uh, that to me has to be the absolute tumble that needed to fall into place. They are so tight against the cap that there was no other way that they could pull this off, Dan. So if Cam Newton was seeking 
to be a play- and that number 7.5 million that he is able to hit if he hits his incentives is interesting because that's what Marcus Mariota will make with the Oak- uh, LA Raiders this year, Las Vegas, wherever the hell they are. Um, <laughs> that's what he's going to make with the Raiders. So they had to get up to that level with Cam. The question is, is he 15 cam? Is he 18 cam? Or is he the one who either sucked in 16 or was hurt in 17 and 18 and 19? But if I was going to look at Cam Newton this year and I said he'll be starting for the Patriots in the playoffs, he'll be on the bench with the Patriots, he won't be in the NFL, or he'll be on another team, what would you pick? Boy, you know, you love doing these things. You don't give me any preparation time. Um, he'll be playing for the Patriots. I don't think the Patriots are going to the playoffs. But again, these are percentage-wise guesses. I would say that's the most likely scenario. Whether he's starting or not, it's going to be fascinating to watch this play out. Dan, one, one thing that's fascinating to me about this, though, is the timing. Nobody knows news cycles like the New England Patriots. The Patriots <laughs> did not have control of the announcement of the penalty that was going to come out. They did have control of when they could leak out the signing of Cam Newton. Did they sign Newton because they loved him? Did they sign Newton because they always planned to? Did they sign Newton because they said, you know what, let's do a little bit of wag the dog action here and get ahead of this so that they have to digest Cam Newton and not all the things I've done in the past? I'm right there with you because it's New England and the timing of this with Cam Newton – Sunday night on June 28th. <laughs> that offense has really, it felt like they've become more of a running team. And I don't know if Cam, like if you said, if Stidham's in there, the offense is this. If Cam is in there, the, the offense is this. How much of a seismic shift is that going to be? I don't think it'll be that seismic. I think that they're already planning to alter the offense to make it more dynamic, more mobile, to challenge on the edges of the defense, at the end of the line of scrimmage more, put those outside linebackers, defensive ends, and choose situations, make people suck up and have to defend the run. You know, with Brady, you couldn't do those things. He could do a million things that nobody else can, Cam Newton, Jarrett Stidham, Brian Hoyer included. But I think the dynamic aspect of the offense is an important one that they've missed out on been replaced by something pretty good, but they need to start getting toward that trend. And I think they're looking forward to it and are starting to alter their offense in this offseason to do it. By the way, back to the violation, the oh, by the way, violation that's a million dollars and a third round draft pick. Now, the story that they were filming this as a part of was the do your job. Yes. (laughs) So was the person doing his job and he got fired for it. Yeah. The, <laughs> the job that wasn't properly done was looping in the Cincinnati Bengals. See, they were at the Browns Stadium. They called the Browns and said, we're sending a, uh, a news reporter, or we're sending a reporter and a cameraman. We're going to get some B-roll footage of the scout on the sidelines. That cool with you, Cleveland? Yes, it is. Well, they're sitting there in Cincinnati. It's like, those are the Patriots, and they're filming our sideline right in front of us, and the guy's basically smoking a cigarette and watching us. What are we supposed to do here? So that's where it went downhill. So the job not done was in them not dotting their I's, crossing their T's, and thinking that you know, brandishing a video recorder 
if you're wearing a Patriots shirt, is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't think they would be doing something wrong if you're wearing a Patriot shirt. Like, you, nobody would be that obvious trying to do something. Right, but I think that over the 15 years, the hue and cry about the Patriots has dropped the bar of expectations so low that people think the Patriots are capable of absolutely anything. So what better cover to use than to be out in plain sight? <laughs> Talking to Tom Curran, the Patriots insider. Any correspondence with uh, TB12 down in Tampa? I can just tell you this. He is, um, again, loaded for bear to prove a lot of people wrong. Um, I think that he senses that people are circumspect about his chances. Definitely that they don't think that Rob Gronkowski will be Rob Gronkowski. And it's the same fuel for the fire that we especially saw all through his career. But, you know, in 2018 when they made their Super Bowl run. What do you think of that? I don't even know if we're going to get to this, though. But you got to tell what's your take on the workouts? I got uh, no issue with it. Well, I, I, I want to. It's an optics thing. Yes, exactly. And But I don't know. If the NFL has a problem, then find the team or do, I mean, do something. If then let the team, let it be a team matter here of what they want to do state by state. But um, I, I, I don't know. It doesn't look good. Doesn't look no, good. It doesn't. It doesn't. But I mean, that is the look. It doesn't look good. Yeah. And it wouldn't look good if Alan Sills, the, the NFL's um, medical director, who's a neurologist and does a great job in that arena doesn't say something about we'd rather not see you do that. Same thing with the NFLPA. If they don't say anything at all and we have a pandemic sweeping the nation and triaging beds and ventilators, PPEs and everything else running out, well, then it doesn't look great. But when we really think of the practical aspects of it and what we know about this and the guys outside 30 yards from the people he's throwing the ball to, and we know all these things to be true, I just don't understand why we get our panties punched about it. If I said to uh, Belichick and I got a, a true answer, would you rather have Cam Newton or Tom Brady? If he could get Tom Brady for one point zero five million, <laughs> well, no, no, you got you got to <laughs> take Brady at his salary, and you get Cam at his salary. He'll take Cam. Here, I mean, look, it's it's that guy who loves a bargain. They are spending Dan between the four quarterbacks: Brian Lewerke, Jamar Smith, Stidham, and Hoyer, like three point two five million. There are, and I counted up, 30 quarterbacks in the NFL who are making $3 million or more this year. So they are spending nothing on that position. And that's a great spot for Bill to be in. It's especially a great spot when they head into 2021 if the salary cap number drops down because the Patriots don't have a Pat Mahomes or a Dak Prescott, et cetera, to pay. What's it like, though, when you get a text back? You know, when you're in love and then you're waiting for that person to send you a text back and then Brady sends you a text back and then do you giggle or something? Or do you... Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, send it back. Yeah, yeah. Do you do, like, are emojis? Because I'm big on emojis. Less words I, to write. I'm just, I, I never thought of myself as an exclamation point guy, but I'm a bigger exclamation point guy because a period just doesn't look enthusiastic enough these yeah. days. Yeah. Thanks. You can't just say thanks. Yeah. Like Fritzy knows that. You can't just say, and my wife, we have this conversation all the time. I'll tell her I'm doing something and she'll send back TKS. Like, what are you so pissed about? Nothing. I just said thanks. <laughs> she, she picked the wrong guy. Yeah. Oversensitive, Tom. Uh, hey, it's great to talk to you. Enjoy your vacation. 
Enjoy your vacation. Happy Independence Day to you and the fellas. Thank you. That's Tom E. Curran. E is for effort. He's an effort guy. He's the Patriots insider for NBC Sports Boston. All right. Uh, by the way, his appearance is brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes, Mercedes AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way. The all-new GT4 Door Coupe. Life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you missed any of our interviews from the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, go to the Dan Patrick Show app. Watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave. Mercedes-AMG driving performance. All right. Did we uh, settle on a poll question there, McLovin? Uh, not exactly. Uh, basically, we were talking about where Cam Newton is at the end of the year. How about we put up, will the Patriots make the playoffs based on what Tom Curran said? I was going to say, who is the favorite, the Bills or the Patriots? But I guess it's the same question as, will the Patriots make the post? If you want to throw it up there, you can, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Paul. If you could have any Super Bowl next year, and I said it's, you could have Cam Newton versus Tom Brady in the Super Bowl or anyone you choose. You could pick anyone else. Dan, you're programming for whatever network has a Super Bowl next year. So Cowboys... I'll start with this. You can. I will take Patriots versus Tampa with Cam Newton and Tom Brady both starting. Okay. What would be the next pick on the list or a better pick? Better pick. Um, I might have to take a break and think about that because that's really good, though. Hmm. I would want Dallas in there because you always want Dallas in there. Yeah, McLovin. But the Super Bowl ratings are a little bit of a different animal. Like True. You want to get like the European crowd and the, you know, the non-football fans. Well, Dallas is worldwide. Yeah, I think Dallas would challenge Tom Brady and the Bucks. It's an interesting, that'd be an interesting poll too. And obviously Mahomes. If I did, oh man, it might be Dallas and Kansas City. But there's no real storyline there that you go, boy, that... That's ironic, or that that's going to be really dramatic, or those two teams, or those two players, they don't like each other. Kansas City and Dallas would just be a great, it'd be a great marquee matchup. Best player in the league, most popular franchise in the league. Yes, McLeod. How about Aaron Rodgers and all the back and forth we've had about it? kind of a redemption story? With but, him? but who is he playing against? Like Mahomes, maybe, or, or Cam Newton? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Brady against the Patriots, no matter who's quarterbacking, would be great. Who has a better chance of getting to the Super Bowl? Buccaneers, Patriots. Feel, oh. it, it feels like it's Buccaneers. Heavy Buccaneers, right? But you start to look at the, the Patriots, you know, their scale of, of stories, wild stories. Like Cam is just a blip here. I mean, you start with your Pro Bowl tight end killing people. I mean, that that's the 10. If it's 1 to 10, like Cam might be a 1 on this scale. <laughs> the owner busted in sex trafficking ring. It's that a, normally that'd be a 10. Not with the Patriots. It's like a, a, a 9, 8? Filming the Bengals' sidelines. Is that a, is that a 1? Spygate? Def where's Deflategate on here? That's a, that's a six because of length of coverage. Solid six. Yeah. Solid six. Gronk taking a picture with a porn star? That's not even, doesn't even make the list. Like, teams have to look at the Patriots and go, 
Man, we, we got nothing going on off the field. Yeah, Seaton. Yeah, I mean, the Gronk thing, that's just like being a professional athlete, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, Garoppolo dated. That's called Friday night <laughs> yeah, as an athlete. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, McLovin. I think you could put the 90s Cowboys up against them for drama, though. There just wasn't social media and media like this at the time. We it, It's shorter window, but we don't know everything that happened with the Cowboys and the White House that they had where the players would uh, congregate. I mean, we know Michael Irvin. And even then, I don't think I know everything about Michael Irvin. And that's probably a good thing. Yeah, McLovin. Yeah, Nate Newton. I mean, they had so many drug-related things going on. I mean, Nate was trafficking how many pounds of pot? Right? You you know, nothing trouble-wise, but you had Dion's personality there. Oh, that's nothing. I mean, Dion didn't get in trouble. No, no, but he draw a lot of attention. I mean, they, it was fun to see and fascinating. Well, I would look at Dion's personality. Remember Gronk? Oh, we were so concerned about Gronk because he would do keg stands and have his shirt off. And uh, I mean, he'd just act like a frat boy. And that was, it was nothing. Meanwhile, the other side of the line of scrimmage, you got a guy who's going out killing people. Like, okay, man, that I worry about Gronk. Well, I love that Aaron Hernandez, you know, out of Bristol, Connecticut. What a great story. Just signed a new contract. And then it, we didn't know when, you know, he heard the word contract. He probably put out contracts oh. on people. Yes, McLovin. We can't put Aaron Hernandez on this list. I feel no, like no, that's no, a no, 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 no. This is just, this was just a topic. We're not yeah. going to, this isn't an official list. <laughs> Well, Bollies is. I just feel like he doesn't even fit with any of the. If you were comparing the '90s Cowboys and but the Patriots legacies, I guess that's kind of the point of the list. The Patriots have dealt with everything, every aspect of their franchise. Someone's been in something. Their their quarterback is not just interesting. He's married to one of the most famous women on earth. Yeah, just throw that in there. We didn't even mention that. Yes, yeah, there does seem to be a few scandals that are sort of outliers, right? Like the the Aaron Hernandez thing is so extreme. Sure. Michael Vick, that was so extreme yeah. that you're like, whoa, I can't believe this is a real thing. So to put that in the same list as like, oh, yeah, they were also taping the sidelines again. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> but even deflate gate, it is a big deal, a big deal because it, it, it involved Tom Brady. And that he didn't tell the truth and he got suspended for four games like that. But it, but it doesn't compare to some of this other stuff. If you start with Aaron Hernandez and then Robert Kraft, like be hard to fill up that list, you know, with anything that comes close to that. Like uh, filming the Bengals sidelines would be a one deflate gate is six. A multi-murderer uh, in uh, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> and your owner gets busted in a sex trafficking ring before a f- playoff game with Kansas City. Remember the show Playmakers, Dan? Yeah. They didn't have anything on their show that touched these. I know. And and I remember, well, I, I got in trouble when I was at ESPN because, you know, we pulled the plug on Playmakers at ESPN. The NFL said, you got to pull the plug on this. And I remember criticizing ESPN saying, this is all fictional, right? And you're thinking, these storylines, nobody can come close to these storylines. Imagine if you did Playmakers now and you had these storylines because they're real. Back then, it was fictional. All right, we'll take a break. We got our play of the day. 
Uh, let's see, what else do we have? We'll settle on a poll question. Keith Oberman will join us coming up next hour. And uh, more of your phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. Uh, Ted in Tampa leads us off. Best and worst of the weekend. Hi, Ted. How are you? Oh, great, Dan. You got a great, great show this morning. Hey, uh, best and worst of the weekend. Over the weekend, uh, best, they were showing uh, replays of the Lakers-Celtics games, and they left in the original commercials. One of the commercials was Bob Uecker in the baseball game. Remember, he's trying to get down into better seats yeah. than he has, and they offer him out. That had to be the basis for Fritzy's uh, section row seat. <laughs> and and right. uh, the worst of the weekend, unfortunately, uh, yesterday and today is the anniversary uh, when the uh, United States Navy SEALs and the uh, Task Force 160 Blackhawk crew members were killed in Operation Red Wings, uh, the one they made the uh, movie uh, Lone Survivor about. All right. Well, thank you, Ted. Appreciate your phone call. Uh, by the way, new T-shirt. Uh... We're workshopping this. I don't know if we're going to get in trouble, but what, what's our motto? We would rather beg for forgiveness than ask, ask permission. for permission. Yeah, 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 that's pretty much it. So we learned that with the Tampa Bay T-shirts. Cam going to New England. We've already come up with Cam Chowder gold T-shirts. Gold, gold. Yeah, and we were the reason why there's a little bit of sensitivity is we have some Campbell's soup cans. Kind of like Andy Warhol. I mean, he painted the Campbell soup cans. I don't know if he got sued. I mean, we're both artists here. I like that we're entering our Warhol phase. (laughs) (laughs) I I really like that. Sort of like a different period of our artwork. Well, I got out of Van Gogh. Now I'm into Warhol here. Because I I was told to Van Gogh and stick it where the sun don't shine by Tom Brady's lawyers. Um, okay, cease and desist. Cam doesn't seem litigious. Cam Chowder, that's gold. Cam Chowder, I think, is going to work. I think that's going to be a big seller there. All right, so we get, we got to get that in production here. Cam Chowder. Todd did have one, and uh, explain your Cam Newton one. I just played off the last name Newton and had N-E for New England. Cam Newton with capital N, capital E, and then lowercase letters. Very the, simple. Uh, the rest of the way. Yeah. But you didn't have a mock-up. You just had the lettering. I did not have a mock-up. And also to add to that uh, great idea about the Cam Chowder, I think sooner than later we need to get with uh, whoever handles the uh, food at Gillette Stadium and get on uh, get on that and get that copyrighted or whatever we need to do with LegalZoom because mm. that's something that you know they're going to be selling if they're smart, Cam Chowder at, uh, at Foxborough. Dawn in Idaho joins us. Hi, Dawn. Hi. Hi. Um, I have a tidbit about the uh, Spygate uh, uh, so the um, coaching staff had to sign a non-disclosure agreement with the Patriots, and one of the coaches retired because he was so disgusted that Goodell would let the Patriots, Robert Kraft, um, allow this. So, and then if you watch the um, Saban and uh, oh Belichick little documentary yeah uh you have to wonder um how they knew um how to practice the um the last play of the super bowl when 
they how would they know that unless they actually maybe videotape the Seahawks practicing it as maybe a last, you know, hmm. effort to win? All right. Well, thank you, Dawn. It's a little early in the week for conspiracy theories <laughs> for me, but the fact that they practiced the play Malcolm Butler interception and they did that on Wednesday of the Super Bowl unless they saw it on Tuesday of Super Bowl week when if they were spying on them Belichick said if they run this play when they run this play you because he gave up a touchdown in practice and he said you must get from point A to point B and be there when the ball gets there and Malcolm Butler not only got there but made the interception I'm going to give that to just great coaching. I'm not going to have a conspiracy theory. That's just great coaching there on the Patriots part and a great play by Malcolm Butler. Keith Oberman says the World Series has a 0% chance of being played. 